Welcome back to episode 28 of Skates at the Stakes. I'm your host, AJ DeVito. Once again, brought to you with Jake and Ryan, at Prime Jakey and at Rat Martin. Uh, it's been literally a month since the last time we recorded. A lot has happened. Not very good things have happened. Right off the bat, we'll say rest in peace to Islander legend Clark Gillies. And it was Randy Boyd that also died, too. I believe he was on the 1980 Cup winning team or 79. Sorry, it was way before my time. But rest in peace to, obviously, Clark Gillies, who I know I met a few times. And I assume Jake and maybe Ryan have met as well. And to the family uh, of Randy Boyd as well. Prayers up for everyone. Very emotional game, you know, the Toronto game, of course, we lost. It's been really bad. Episode 28, though, Michael Dow Cole. We got to bring the vibes up a little bit. It's going to be a rough episode. I'm going to say it right now. I know Jake and I are not happy at all. Jake's going to go on a big pissy rant. Leon Dreisaitl-esque pissy. Uh, <laughs> we kind of have this uh, tandem here where Jake's the negative neuron. Neuron probably the worst word possible. Neuron, neutron, I don't really care. I'm the half negative, half positive, and Ryan's the mainly positive one. That's why we all mesh so together. But we're going to see how that works when we're talking about the New York Islanders this episode. Because it's been really fucking bad. We were 16 points out of a playoff spot after the quote-unquote Christmas COVID break. We're now 17 points out of a playoff spot. Things did not get better. They've only gotten worse. And I am, I guess, ready to break it down with you boys. How are we doing today? I guess good. Um... Back at school now, uh, changed my major, so just trying to <laughs> mesh well into that. And yeah, I mean this team really sucks, but the Giants are back, so that's okay. I'm glad the Giants are back. I really am for you, Ryan. How are we doing? Good, man. Uh, hanging in there. Uh, tough sports weekend, but I'm still kind of optimistic. Probably not for the playoffs this year, but kind of turning some kind of corner and finish respectably well. You were, I, I just double checked to make sure you weren't um, spitting negative facts saying 17 games out of or points out of the playoffs, but it's actually 21 points. Well, I know Curtis said something today about 17 points, it might have been 21. It's really bad. <laughs> We did play really good last night against the Minnesota Wild. I will give the boys credit, but good is not good enough. They gave up two terrible goals. We'll get into that game. We got so much to get into. It's really sad. Uh, I'm literally looking at draft projections now, which I would have left if you would have told me I'd be caring about the NHL draft at the beginning of the year. We're going to have to really talk about Lamarillo's offseason and the kind of the lack of what he did, and then... I know Trotz has been a very hot and touchy subject on Isles Twitter. We'll have to bring that up. We'll also mention Devontae's, per usual, because everyone can't stop talking about him, and that's a whole other issue that we'll get into. But I you, just, know, you know what's hilarious? What? Guess who was on my Islander calendar for this month? I just uh, turned it. You already told me it was Devontae's. It's Devontae's, so it just never goes away. I, I love Devontae. He's one of my he was my favorite Islander during that time period because I liked him in Bridgeport. You know, haha, Jonathan Taze. And I wrote a few articles on him. So I did like him going into the year and then he played really good when we got called up. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, screw it. I don't like I'm not a guy to like the favorite guy. 
like Barzal or now Wallstrom because everyone we got to really talk about Wallstrom also. The fanfare for Oliver Wallstrom I think is a little bit too much at times, and I love Oliver Wallstrom. Don't get me wrong. I probably I have over four to five. No, not even. I probably like seven hundred dollars worth of his hockey cards. So I have a heavy investment in this guy. I think the fanfare is a little bit. The love affair with Oliver Wallstrom could be a little bit too much at times. We'll break that down with the whole trots thing. That's I gonna think, be a mess. Yeah, I I think that's like a lot of just being online too much and reading too much. Like, I, I think it's just everyone's so high on the guy right now, and it, rightfully so. He started the season off really well, and I mean, he kind of went cold as most young players do, and trots isn't really affording him the opportunity to play out of it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even. I guess he tech. If you look at the stats, it'll say he went cold. His offensive play's been fine, but Jake, we were going through um Jay Fresh's Jay Fresh Hockey's cards. What was his war rating at? Which I know that we'll get into that in th- uh, two seconds. What was the rating though? Eighty percent. Oliver Wallstrom is not eighty percent yet. There's no, no way. That's expected goals. No, it's not even expected goals. It said his defense was good. His defense says his even. It said his. Even strength defense is better than this even strength offense. That's there's no way in absolute hell. I love Oliver Wallstrom. He is not a two way complete player yet. We know that he's not that great on his own end. He makes he's a young kid. He makes mistakes. I'm not trying to bury trots right now. Also, don't get me wrong. I think he should be playing a lot. Maybe even giving minutes with Barzal on the first line. But like, he's also not fully there yet too. Which I mean, he's not gonna be. He's What's he, 23? He's still a very young kid. So, um, I don't know. It's just annoying. Obviously, I get why fans are pissed, because all, we all love Oliver Walsh and want to see him succeed, and Trotz is really not helping him succeed. Uh, you guys heard that whole interview that everyone's making a big deal out of about the goal, right? Yeah. No, I didn't. I missed it. What, what was um, the deal with that? I heard something about Bailey, something about Wallstrom. Yeah, Josh Bailey, that's also been, dude, it, when we are bad, it gets bad on Twitter, obviously, but. He's the scapegoat. I mean, people people just hate that guy. Uh, have you seen the Josh Bailey is bad account? Yep. Oh my gosh, dude, like, you could break down. Job. You could break down clips for every single player on this team, and I mean every single player on this team. Everyone. And you could do that for them. Like, I'm, I really every haven't been happy NHL with Barzal. I have not been happy with Barzal's play the last few games. I have I really haven't been happy with Lee most of the year. I mean, beating but Philadelphia like, three times, I don't give a fuck. They're the worst team in hockey besides Montreal. When things get bad for the Islanders, this fan base becomes the most miserable group of people. Like, not a, a certain segment of the yeah, fan base. Yeah, like, I am miserable the, like, right now, but I'm still somewhat realistic with But you're not, like, take. complaining like crazy or anything. Oh, I just like, die. you still have a little optimism. Yeah, I just want to die. I'm just, I'm just here to watch Yeah. I'm just here to watch hockey. I don't really care. Like, I'm not going to, you know, jump off a bridge, but. You're not going to make an account dedicated no. to slandering Bailey. No, I will say I like four forwards on this team right now, though. Which is Matthew Barzal, Matthew Barzal, who still, you know, I just said I haven't been too happy with his game. How did he not score in the Minnesota Wild game? I don't know. He had so many good chances. He could be a lot better. He's been good. He could be better, though. We all know that. Brock Nelson, my goat. He's really good. Both sides of the ice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Zach Parisi gives it his all every night. He's finally scoring, too. Good for him and Walsh. I'm not going to, you know, 
hate on Walsh for him. He's still a really good forward, and I still really like him. So, I don't know. It's a mess right now. Uh, what were we saying before that? No, oh, the Bailey account. That was so weird. Yeah, like, so this guy, before we talk about trots, this guy made an entire Josh Bailey Twitter account hating on him. And he posted a two-minute video of every mistake Josh Bailey's made in the last since the Washington Capitals game. I mean, I, yeah, you could do that for every. That's like player. the um, that's like the guy in Liverpool Twitter who breaks down every Mane mistake. It's hilarious. Some yeah, of the Mane mistakes from are a hating standpoint, it's funny, but like Bailey's just like he's. You know he's he's a part of the problem, but he's not the whole you know, problem. If there if there's an if there's a roster account for that, I, I would be on. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part That's is right. Ross, Ross is playing is good. You can't even hate on Ross. He's playing good. Fuck. Um, good goal last night. Again, it's my, it's my brand. Uh, that was probably the first time I never stood up for a New York Islander goal because that's how miserable I was at the game. Ross Johnson scoring a breakaway. I honestly thought I was wasn't. In real life, I thought I was dreaming. Great goal by Ross, though. Credit to him. As much as I dislike him, credit to him. Uh, Ross Johnson, remember the name. (laughs) That was the stupidest fucking tweet from the NHL account about Tanner Fritz's (laughs) first ever goal. That was like 2018, 19, geez. Okay, so Barry Trotz, yada yada, bring it back a little bit. He was talking about Walsham's goal, and people were like, he didn't give him full credit. I'll honestly play the clip. So someone talk for a few seconds about Jake. You talk about. It, I'll pull up the clip. Yeah. Uh, so why people are talking about it is because at the end of the game they were down four three, and I think it was Bailey who was on the six and six on five, and it wasn't Walshroom, and they lost. And people are saying oh, Andrew Gross kind of asked a question that a lot of people weren't expecting. They asked him why it wasn't Walshroom on the six on five, and. Um, you're pulling up that clip? I have the clip right here. I'll play it. Okay, yeah. Hold up, Trevor's egress. Oh, I didn't do anything cool. Sorry. I, I know you have your, your six-on-five unit, but um, do you want a shot like Wallstrom's out there in the final minute, or do you worry about blue line containment a little bit? I want who? Uh, Wallstrom. Uh, he's got a good shot. He's on the six-on-five unit most, most nights, yeah. I, I don't understand the question. Well, no, I, I just noticed he, he wasn't on the ice after after he scored the goal with four minutes left. No, no. Yeah, no, we had we had one uh, one unit that we were trying to do some things with. I thought they did a really good job, and they, they could have scored. So, no, it, it moves around. It moves around all the time. He's on definitely on one of the six-on-five units. Um and we just felt that there were some other guys were maybe going a little bit better. Obviously, he scored the goal, uh, you know, diving in, but that that goal was created by shot and net traffic and, and loose pucks. So, you know, yeah, he's on on the six on five unit. So I, I don't really understand your your question. All right, so there it is. People are mad because he's discrediting Oliver Wallstrom's goal. Let's be a little realistic here. He crashed the net. Good hockey play. He put it into an empty net. He dove, he dove and put it into an empty net. Is anything Trot is saying about that goal wrong? No. Could he have been a lot nicer about it? Yeah. Yes. I see both sides. Trot isn't here to, you know, what's the word? To baby the kids. He also doesn't have to be a, as 
dickish about it, but like he's not wrong. He just he made a great hockey play, which he could have said that, didn't, and just dove and put the puck in the net. I mean, it's not like he did some wicked, you know. It's not like he ripped a, a nice shot or went through the legs or anything crazy like that. He just dove and made a good hockey play and put the puck in the net. Which, I mean, I am not complaining about because our team does not score at all. So, I don't know. Everyone's freaking out about that. I thought they're just reading too deep into that because we're losing. So, you know. That was another big trending thing from the Minnesota Wild game. Uh, I guess we could start breaking down the other games if you guys want. If you want to start it off, Jake. You guys want to go backwards? Yes. Uh, I mean, what what do we or really? We can go from the top. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We can go from the top, uh, and we'll talk about the space because we have a whole script. That we'll talk about the space after the Kings game. All right. So you want to start? Oh at the my devil fucking game? god! What recording? No, the fucking Ducks just gave up the worst fucking goal ever. Oh no! Oh, yeah, they don't have much time either. Dude, the puck literally—it was, it, the puck literally bounced. Basically, it went over Gibson. Oh, we just gotta God. fucking hurry up. This is not looking good at all. The, <laughs> the Grizzlies fucked me. We are all <laughs> really down bad right now. I'm only down a dollar. That might be the. And they pay me for the job bet for fuck's sake. Oh my god, that dude! Please call that kicking motion. All right, back to the Islanders. Sorry, that that's so fucking. They haven't announced it a goal yet. It might not have counted. It looked like he kicked it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so we had a fourteen-day break since we last record. What was the last recording? The Oilers game. Yeah, yeah, and then they had that break because they canceled the uh, Canadian trip. Yippee. Uh, they're reviewing it. They probably called it off. Uh, so we played the Devils. That was an easy I win. I went to that game. Yeah, that was an easy win. Uh, right. Bailey was back. He had two assists. Well, no, he had a goal and an assist, and then that nice one to Barzell. So that was nice to be able to win. Yeah, he kicked that. There's um, no way they're not – there's no way they're counting that, or I'll cry. Phil Peronick. Um – Sorry, I'm so mad. Yeah, we beat the Devils. Is that, Congrats, guys. Yeah, there's nothing really else to you say did about really that. good. Yeah. Who was the goalie? John Gillies? Giles? It was Gillies, yeah. Gillies. Dude, it's, we've beat two playoff teams the entire year. One of them was Boston with 11 forwards and most of the team out with COVID and was the injury-riddled injury Vegas Golden Knights. Right, it's uh, goal scorers in that one were Bailey, Pellick, and Barzi. All star Adam Pellick, by the way. Shout out, shout out, all star Adam Pellick. I mean, you know, Barzal had a really nice goal that game. Other than that, that game was pretty bo- That game was a really boring game. Next up, we played the Capitals. We looked like utter shit. The NHL fucked us by allowing John Carlson, who had COVID, to play. Thanks, guys. Uh, you know, the next day, he really tested positive and nah, fake positive. No goal. Let's go. Come on, Ducks. Let's go. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we lost to nothing in the Capitals. We got absolutely goalied. I wouldn't even say we got goalied. We just couldn't produce offensively. The legendary Josh Bailey didn't shoot meme came out of it. You know. It's another playoff team we lost to. Then we played Philly. Yeah, not that. Do you want to talk about the Cats game? Because I really thought there was nothing to talk about. Sorry. 
I was just going to say very briefly, they Dobson was hit the post and then the Cowboys came back the other way. Sal overcommitted on Wilson. They scored and then nobody else scored till the OB empty netter. So it's just one little mistake that they just didn't score. And uh, yeah, but we got drunk that night. So it's easy to forget. Yes, we did. That was a fun night. That was a really fun night. Shout out Melissa. Happy birthday. Even though it was like weeks ago now. Um, number two. Yeah, no, the Cavs game was pretty, it was a really tough watch. And then we played Philly back-to-back. I mean... Where the gang met up. The gang did meet yep. up. That's right. We did get yeah, Applebee's. We, all we met. did go to the game together, which was really nice, obviously. We had a great time. Yep. And they won. But at the end of the day, we beat a team that was on a, at that point, seven-game and then eight-game losing yeah. streak. Yeah, they're hard. Matt Martin. <laughs> yeah, Matt Martin. Matt Martin. Robin Salo, nice. first career goal. That was kind of hype. Other than that. They also so that took was, goals away too. That was the tip, yeah. Well, yes, Zeke's got the tip, and then the the following game, which we beat them in a shootout, the worst shootout in hockey the history, worst. might I add. That was the, that, yeah. What did that go, seven or eight rounds? Mm-hmm. This is One, where... two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Nine rounds. Oh, my God. Varal was outstanding in the shootout, despite the fact that the Flyers might be the only team worse than us in the shootout, because they haven't scored until... I think a few days ago, their first shootout goal of the year. We still only have one, so, I mean, tomato, tomato, either way, we're terrible. Barry Trotz, this was his first criminal act. Well, not his first, but his first that will be on this episode. He waited till the ninth shooter to put Oliver Walsh out in the shootout. Barzy, Brock, Bailey, Bellows, Dobson, Parise, Peugeot, then Walshram. Why is J.G. Pajot going over Oliver fucking Walsham? Why is Noah Dobson going over Oliver Walsham? I don't hate the Dobson one entirely because there's no film on him whatsoever. Not that... I know, but... I, I don't know. But yeah, I Wallstrom, think there was... It came out after the game. Wallstrom was only, like, 20% in his career, but he's only taken, like, two or three, so... No, he's, he's only taken five he's, or something. He was, like two, he was good last year on yeah, him, but the two, two of this year he year. missed. Yeah. He was over like, two this year, and that the, was Trotz's excuse. But, like, so was everyone else. No, not even so was everyone else. No one scored a fucking shootout goal all year! How is a team... I mean, yes, I understand why this team is bad at shootouts. They're bad at scoring goals in, at, in general. So it makes sense why they're bad at the shootout. But how do you go that long without scoring a singular shootout goal? It's just ridiculous. God bless the Flyers. God bless. I mean, that was do we re- that no. was a lot of fun though. I know we watched that one together. I can't believe you missed the Robin Salo goal for a fucking comedy class, but yeah, which I missed now two weeks in a row to uh, go to Islanders. Yeah, you're a real fan. Yeah, well, I'm going tomorrow to the Islander Senators game, so gonna be with Steve. I'm just saying, you're a real good Robin Salo fan. By missing his first I don't goal. care. I have the I have the coolest Robin Salo jersey, dude. I saw another Robin Salo jersey too. I was annoyed. No, I'm not annoyed. I'm happy about it, but like, I it's well, not. There's a there's a there's a Robin Salo fan on Twitter, so it's not just us anymore. Sad, sad times. It's okay. And then Kiefer Bellows doesn't exist anymore. Apparently, dude, Ross Johnson. We'll get to that. Oh my god, that we'll still pisses that. me off. Even though Ross scored, um, you're saying thank God for the Flyers. It could really be at the point where we are mad we beat the Flyers, potentially. Um, 
<laughs> Marty scores. I'm like, who's t- texting the Discord? I have to assume it's you. Uh, yeah, Marty just tied it. Fair enough. Fifty-three seconds. Anyway, the the the, the, uh, the Coyote game. I was there, and so this this was crazy. I, I I'll just I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. So it was my girlfriend Moss's birthday. Um, so we went to the game. Um. And Josh Bailey didn't throw her a puck, even though she had a big sign, and he threw it to some kid, but whatever. And the Islanders randomly wished her happy birthday, but didn't, like, get her a puck or anything, even though she tweeted about it eight times. So, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, this is why you're, you're, bad, you're a bad hockey team. But then, I'm sitting down for the, uh, the first period, and my friend texts me, Clark Gillies died. I'm like, there's no way. So I check Twitter, nothing. And I'm like, where'd you hear? He's like, I heard it from a team source. I'm like, nah, you're lying. So I didn't believe him. And then more people were saying it. I'm like, oh, is it like actually true or is it a rumor? And then as soon as the game ended, I was at the, uh, I was waiting for the fucking shuttle to arrive for 40 minutes, and they announced that like right as the puck, um, right as the game ended. Just yeah, ridiculous the how much the game ended. It was yeah. like the mood just swung. Well, it was pretty shitty before, but. Yeah, because I was waiting for the show. Like, no one knew. And I'm like, you know, Clark Gillies died, and this guy next to him. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, it's just, it's crazy how I found out as early as I did. Um, Sources. Yeah, but, you know, good game. Everyone pissed at Andrew Ladd getting a fucking video. I mean, come on. Grow up. Yeah, but I don't think every, I, I don't mind it. But also, there was someone on Chicklets who's like, why are these guys who played under like literally two hundred games for teams getting like videos now? Does every player that played thing. for your team need a video? You, you paid him six million dollars and he had a foundation. He's gonna get a tribute video. That's fair. I obviously I respect everything he did off the ice, and he's a very nice guy. I've met him plenty of times. Very great guy. Good with kids and all that. I don't. I. I don't mind it. I know a lot of people do mind it though. So. Here's here's the thing. He was hurt, but if Derek Broussard got one, then yes, that that's a little ridiculous. Did okay? Did De- did Broussard get one? No, no. He he was hurt in the oh, game, yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. he okay. didn't. So I guess we'll see next time because he's healthy now. But like, if he gets one, then yes, it, it is kind of ridiculous. I love Broussard, so I wouldn't be mad. But like, should he really get one? No. It'd just be weird. I I like Broussard. Oh shit! What? Like... Oh shit! Taste us to get one. Oh fuck me. Yeah, I when we play the uh, whatever whatever the fuck we play the Avs. I'm probably gonna go to that game. I'm definitely gonna go to warm ups on the Avalanche side. I'm not a big warm up guy anymore either. I feel like I kind of aged out of that. But yesterday, because I got there so early, I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch Krill to Thrill. I still I still like it, but I, I get what you mean. Uh, it's more for the kids. Uh, but yeah, I, like I don't want like, uh, they deserve the pucks and that. My boy Austin Zarnick scored. I Austin Zarnick is I, he's been good this year, but like. Good. The thing is with the Islanders, good, but not good enough. It's a constant theme. It's We're going to have to talk about what I would like to see happen through the deadline of the offseason. <laughs> the Ducks are in overtime. It's going to be Heart Attack City. So we ended up with the Yotes game, right? Yeah. And then we played the Maple Leafs. They did the entire thing for Clark Gillies. That was really sad, and I was very happy I was able to go yeah. to honor Clark. Yeah, me too. The team didn't feel like honoring Clark, especially the shit goaltender Semyon Varlamov. Yeah, that that was the start of Varley's demise for me. He's got to go, go, go blood. 
um, giving up a goal to Pierre Engvall of all players with the second line. Um, but Paris scored a second. That was a really nice one. And I thought we would go into the period tied. And of course, Marner got a shorthanded goal at UBS. It's just a fucking theme. And then Paris scored that nice one with a minute left. And then we gave a goal to Engvall with the second left. The team was just dead the whole game. So I left early, beat the traffic, which is nice. It was 3-1. Everyone boot Tavares still, which was kind of funny. That'll never be good old. I mean, yeah, but also we don't need you, Chance. We could kind of use that guy right now. As yeah. Sad as it well, is did they say that? I think I heard a few people say it. Just like, dude. No, I'm, it wasn't. It was I'm, just I'm down for booing him, but like, especially that night, I wouldn't like. I don't know if we didn't like if booing. I'm more than fine with if we didn't chant. I wouldn't care. Especially on Clark Gillies, and I just try to keep it as respectful. It's a hockey game, whatever. Ooh. There goes my phone. They looked like dogs. The, the highlight was Matt Martin knocking over John Tavares, so that was pretty hype after that, you know. Game was pretty flaccid. Yeah. Then we played Philly again, Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah, that was the... Um, the Parisi goal. The, the goal... Well, also the goal Javier scored was absolutely hysterical. Another goaltending masterclass uh, by the New York Islanders. Yeah, so Sorokin, what was it, scored. a minute into the game, Sorokin didn't even see the puck on the net, or it went off his pad and in. Yeah. Brutal stuff. It was just another lapse of error, lapse of judgment, and the Islanders are down. We did come back, though, because thankfully it was Philly. I know Barzal scored and pointed to the rafters in honor of Clark Killers, which is a nice little touch. Zach Parisi scored the game-winning goal, which I loved because I was there. Big Zach Parisi guy. Tyler Bertuzzi, oh, what a save, John Gibson. I love you. <laughs> uh, my mom is 2-0 at game, so shout-out, Mom. We love Mom. Do love Mom. Uh, we're also 2-0 at games when I, take drink, when I take two drinks on the walk to UBS. I'm not a big fan of the uh, shuttle. Yeah, I know. They got to get that uh, parking garage done. I don't, I don't really know. I, I disagree. I don't really care about a parking garage. You know how bad it's going to be getting out of that, dude? Yeah, but it's going to be an easier walk to the fucking stadium. I, I really don't mind the walk. Hey, they, they got to they gotta figure out something because that, that's my one complaint. Yes, is getting to your car. The shuttle was just fucking nightmare. The shuttle back is a disaster. I Yeah, I'm not shuttling back. I'm walking back. I don't mind the walk. It's like a six-minute walk. I know. I, I'm just saying. It'll be fun in the playoffs. Uh, never mind. Net, nope, nope. It won't be fun in the playoffs because we probably won't be there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, this team. No, I don't mind the walk to UBS. It's kind of, It's different. It sucks when it's really cold out, though, like it was yesterday. Also yesterday. Oh, my God. The fucking Bengals in the Super Bowl. Could we just end my life now? Or give it a few I'm seconds. very happy about it. Joe Burrow is sick and awesome for the sport, but as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I want to die. But his Instagram caption was cold as fuck today. You can't dislike yeah, Joe Burrow, nice. but I just dislike the Bengals. And I guess I'm yeah, I'm I, for the Rams. So I dislike Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes. So I was very happy. Yeah. God damn it! What? Oh, God. The Devils? Thank you. Use your head. The Devils? 
No, the other one. The Red Wings scored? Yes. Let's see. Jordan Osterelli. Are you joking? <sighs> yep, I just saw it. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, the worst the part is game. John Gibson tried playing the puck. Yes! What a, what a mood swing. That. Oh, thank God. The worst part is Gibson tried least... playing the puck, and then the ref's like, nah. That's how they lost the game. What a complete mood swing. Soup shorthanded, and they take the lead. The spread could still work. Uh, All right. Uh, the Kings game, because it'll just get worse from here. The Kings game... Absolute nightmare. B Bucci was fucking awful in commentary. I'm pissed now. Let's go. Uh, I'm shutting my PlayStation off. I don't even watch. Ugh, Jordan Osterley. Yeah, we lost to the King. Semyon Varlamov is fucking dog shit. I'm done with him. He gave up. The, the Quinn Byfield goal, fair play. Of course, first NHL goal against the Islanders. Ha ha ha. Quinn Byfield is going to be a very good player for a pretty long time. Andy Green didn't feel like stepping up on him. He's trying to push him to the outside, I guess. But no, I don't even think he was because he's in the middle. He's around the slot. I don't know how you don't step up on him there. I also don't play hockey, so professionally, so. I don't blame Vargo for that one. The second one that Andreas Athanasiu scored was god-awful. Five seconds left from the one of the worst angles possible, and it goes in. Kind of like the Brad Marchand you know. goal. Uh, it was really depressing. It, it, was, it was identical to the Marshan going to Game 3. Yeah, you said that in the Twitter space, which we'll talk after this. Um, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Was, no, I know. The people was, weren't at the space. I, I know. We'll bring up the space, too. But, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Varley because that, that's a whole other conversation. It's time to go, blood. Just a bad game. I mean, yeah. And then we scored. Barzal scored. And then with two minutes left, and then Sizikas with, and we go Lefty Nair to Kempi, and then Sizikas with ten seconds left scored. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. I'm kind of sick of Arlamov. Like you said, we'll get into that in a little bit more. Quickly, uh, Ryan, three shots in the first. Period. Ryan, do you want to do the wild game because that actually wasn't a bad game. I know Jake didn't yeah, watch, yeah. and it's it probably good. the yeah, most positive that. game we'll have for a loss uh yeah so the wild game was on sunday night during the football they snuck a quick hockey game on us i watched all of it somehow uh the wild quickly basically blitzkrieg to roken to start the game got a quick goal they got an immediate power play on a bonehead play by palmary Scored again. I think it was Matt Boldy on the second one. Could be wrong there. Um, maybe was it Zuccarello? It was Boldy, right? No, it, no, it, it was Erickson uh, Eck. Was uh, Duhame? I think. No, the first oh, it was one Joel was Joe Mama. It was, the it was, first it was one was Duhame. Second one was Joe Mama. Yeah. So um, then they showed some good fight. Um, we got a goal before the end of the first by uh, who got that first goal? Was it uh, Rock and roll, Brock, Brock, Brock got a solid one. Yeah, it's uh, Brockuary into yeah. Now it's Brock, Brock Ruary. But yeah, so that was solid. Um, kept fighting. Wild took a three-one lead. Then we fought back into it. Um, Sorokin looked kind of shaky most of the game. I guess would be the best way to put it. Like. When he was locked in, he was locked in, but he left letting a couple softies. Uh, came back a bit at the end. Wallstrom got, like, a falling down goal, which is pretty sick. But you can't really win with this team when we're giving up four a night. So 
we just kind of took the L, uh, two minutes, six on five to end the game. It was tough, but it, I, I think they did wind up exiting the shit out of the wild. Paul Mary looked pretty good. Like, he looked like he lived up to his contract last night, even if the puck didn't go in the back of the net. One of Beauvillier's better games of the season. He actually stepped up. Um, the pieces were starting to flow together offensively. It kind of looked like a Doug Lake game where we were just playing a shit ton of offense and not much defense. And that's uh, that's about all I have to say about it. I think people took the loss a little too hard. The Wilds are like the third best or fourth best team in the league right now. Yeah, I wonder who did that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. But, um, yeah, probably some bad follows up there. But, yeah, people took the wild loss too hard. We got the Kraken up next. You stink. We got the water. We have Ottawa. Wait, actually, we have the Ottawa and then the Kraken. And Both I have breaking news. Not very good. I have breaking news. What's I have up? just put $30 on the New York Islanders to win their hockey game tomorrow. Good night. Matthews, you beauty! If the Islanders Six do not beat the Ottawa Sanders off a of back-to-back, I am broke. I will never financially recover. Kidding aside. Oh, no. I put $30 on the New York Islanders to win tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's go, Islanders. Did you hear AJ? Austin Matthews, yeah. 6-4. Uh, the spread worked out after all. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, people were, like, probably myself. I wasn't really that. I didn't really tweet, so I can't say overreact in, on Twitter. But I was kind of mad. We looked really bad the first period, but the rest of the game we played really good. I was kind of depressed. That was the first time I... I think I was really sad, because that was the first time in two and a half years, probably, I've walked into a game knowing my team was not going to win. Like, I mean... When could we say under Barry Trotz we had no shot going into this game? Besides the COVID, you know, the COVID spirit. That's a different story. We have a basically the entire team minus Pulak, and we're playing a very good hockey team, and we don't have a really good chance or any chance of winning the game, in my opinion. It sucks. It's a shitty feeling to have going from the highest of highs being literally two goals away from the Stanley Cup Finals and probably winning the Stanley Cup to possibly looking at drafts and retools. Brad Lambert. We'll get into that in a little bit. It's tough. Um, I don't want to overreact. I don't think we're making the playoffs this year. There still could be some positives. We've seen Noah Dobson grow a lot this year. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen Kiefer Bell play some games bit. this year. Um, um, the lines will probably be interesting tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. First we'll line, I Ross mean, Johnston. Two, two games... We're getting to the games in hand now that I'm most excited about that West Coast Canada trip where everyone's pretty bad. I've had the Senators and Oilers in the background, and even though the Oilers went off the other night, they're still a pretty bad hockey team. And because I lie, I lie bet the Oilers just now, so nice. keep me posted. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you posted. But um, yeah, it's um, the West Coast trip should go pretty good. We play Eberle, we play the Kraken who stink. Um, Get a little break for the All-Star break. Ryan Pulak's going to come back. And I can't really undersell enough how much, like, getting a top 15 defenseman in the league is going to help this team. Yeah. Like. That's very true. We've been playing short-handed all year. And yeah. Really, it's everything's like, people don't realize us. it. But that is also a good reason why I think we should retool. Like, if we know we're not going to make the playoffs this year, which is very, it's more than likely now. Likely one. now. Sends one. Hey. 
Yep, Suns won. Who scored? Timmy. Timmy. Yes, <laughs> dude! Mother's ass. I love Tim Stutzel, my goat. Uh, Why did I... It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, we're gonna... down horrendous on this podcast. Dude, I just put 30 American dollars on the New York Islanders to win their hockey game tomorrow. Hey, uh, you might as well then mode me. Yeah. I mean, we're playing Ottawa. She could have put 150 on the U.S. men's soccer team. Yep. Yeah, we'll that talk was about tough. Our, we'll talk about tough. our down bad game yeah. moment in a bit. Um, that was a bad beat. I, I've been watching all the qualifiers. We've been playing so good. I thought we were going to turn a corner against Canada, but nah, they, I hope they don't make it. I mean, I, no, wow. no, I want to make it, but, like, yeah, I understand why No, if, if they're just going to get embarrassed if they show up to the World Cup and play like this. Yeah, it's going to be more embarrassing to not make the World Cup, though. I mean, I'd rather at least Yeah, go. but then Greg comes back, man, and That's then we true. win another Mickey Mouse Gold Cup, and we've wasted yeah, the, the generation. Yeah, the Gold Cup, dude. I made, like, 10 bucks off that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, back to Islander talk now. It's also, I don't hope they miss it. I'm just pissed those assholes lost me money. No, oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, what's it called? The Anaheim Ducks. They're not my favorite betting team anymore. Uh, but the Islanders, I would love a retool. Uh, there's really not many guys you could trade. I really don't think Bailey's a positive asset in a trade anymore with his contract. Palmieri is not going. We just signed him. Probably have to wait another year, if even. It's really Varley, possibly Clutterbuck, Parisi. I doubt anyone wants the Daniel Char, but maybe for a fifth round pick. Your best, your best asset right now to get rid of is Varley. Sadly, am I wrong? Yeah, so well, the good thing Barley. is, the good thing is they have five of their six defensemen kind of sorted out. Yep, which is good. So you know, we really need to retool that. And you have your goal, you just need to get a backup. But the forwards, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just horrendous. And your your only chance to really upgrade is Atu Ratu and Kiefer Bells. Not Kiefer Bells, Simon Holmstrom. So I don't know. They're gonna have to do something. And it can't be a thirty eight year old forward. I think I know the answer, guys. Break up the fourth line. No, Adam Henrique oh. and uh, bring back Nicholas Hjalmarsson <laughs> out of retirement. It's just, I don't know. If Lou does not get me Philip Forsberg, Vladimir Tarasenko, or at least a very good scoring option that could play in the top six, I'm kind of going to be, I'm very close to being, I don't want to say Lou out, but like, I'm not going to be Lou in. He's been good. He really helped the culture of this team. He brought us from the bad Garth days to here, which is cool and all. But we've missed out on every high-profile player that we're trying to get every fucking time. Our biggest addition with him is getting Pajot, right? Was it Pajot or Palmieri? Yeah. Pajot, Palmieri, Zajac. Uh, Pajot was kind of his first big move. Pajot was a Green great... Pajot was still a really good player here, but offensively... He's kind of a black hole right now. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you gotta wonder how much of it's Trotz's system is the hard part, too. Yeah. Like, we do have guys who can kind of cook, and I, I don't really know how much is gonna score with, like, Kiefer Bellows and Ross Johnson on his wings. Respect Kiefer and everything, but... 
Yeah, that's that's also true. He's not playing with the best talent. And then the system doesn't help either, but you need to go out and get Philip Forsberg or Ty- you got to you you got to you got to make a big move. We have to get a big move. We'll have the cap space with everything that we've done, which was all great moves by Lou. I mean, getting rid of Nick Lottie and we're getting Aturatu out of it. That was a very good move. But now you have to use the cap space. That's yeah, the, that's you got to use the cap space. You can't trade Nick Letty, hope that Robin Sal will be the guy out of day one, him not being the guy out of day one and playing Zidane Chara top four. Zidane Chara might have been the option all along. Who knows? We went from having Devontae's and Nick Letty to keeping Nick Letty for one more year to get rid of Devontae's, who's now one of the top ten defensemen in the league, to having Zidane Chara play on the top four every night. That I mean, I love I've loved everything Lou's done, but like, he's preached patience, but like, we haven't seen the results out of the moves he's made. This I year, I mean, we made two conference this year, finals this year, this year, this yeah, year, this year. You know, we waited the entire off season to get thirty-eight year old and a forty-four year old. I'm being very negative right now. I know, but I want a little bit more. From Lewis. Yeah, it's it's just like you know the perspective on the season is completely different without the COVID craziness we went through. I I, I still trust Lou for one more year, just see what he's got because like he's getting up there, he's gonna make one last crazy push, um, and that's kind of the preaching patience thing. Um, but we don't really have the assets to make that crazy push, and Brent Thompson is not creating the assets in Bridgeport. Um, Shocker. That's kind of, that. that's my number one off-season wish list, even though I'm not a big prospects guy. Just redo Bridgeport, get it going, like, have a system that's elevating talent. No farm system should be diminishing talent, and that's just horrible that we've gone for so long without creating anything in the minors. Um you know, if, like, there'd be guys right now, like, if Bolduc didn't, you know, fall off a cliff or if Holmstrom was lighting the world on fire or even if, like, uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Obviously, like, Wild, I'm even going to make the cheap joke here, but, like, if he had developed over the past two years, he could have been a trade piece. But we wind up giving up picks and hard assets to get rid of guys like Lad. It's just, it's it's all a product of not being able to create prospects in Bridgeport. Yeah. Like, if you cre- can create a good AHL guy, they're worth a third-round pick in a trade. Look at Syracuse, which is Tampa's affiliate. Yeah. Look at Washington. Or look at Hershey, which is Washington. And look at Wilkes-Barre-Scranton, which is Pittsburgh's. There's guys constantly coming from their AHL systems that become very good NHL players every fucking time. Every mm-hmm. year. I know Evan Rodriguez wasn't a uh, player from their system, but, like, dude, it's so annoying seeing the Pittsburgh Penguins fucking pull these guys out of their fucking ass. This one wasn't out of, you know, their system and Evan Rodriguez, but they're pulling these guys out of their ass, and they're constantly becoming stars. Not stars, yeah, but, you know, dunks. 40 to 60 point performers and really good at hockey. Where we, who was the last guy we got from the AHL, a uh, forward that we got from the AHL that was decent? That wasn't a first-round pick. Lee? That 10 years ago now? We haven't had Alan fucking Quine? 
Yeah, Bridgeport stinks. It's tough. That That's kind of the move I'd like to see made. Just, just fire him. Get him out of here. We, you, like, it, I know the AHL winning it doesn't mean anything, but, like, that's one of the reasons why Columbus had so much chemistry under Torts was, like, they had a very integrated system between the NHL and, uh, I think, Cleveland Monsters. Yep. And they won, like, the AHL title team, and a lot of those guys were up for the CBJ team that beat Tampa. And they were able to use some of those guys in the trades that they made to get Duchesne and get uh, Dzingle. So, like, it helps. Any little bit helps. And I, I don't think we're going to make a crazy big trade or sign a crazy big free agent without the cap structured right now. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my point. I want to see the team turn around by the end of the year because I don't want to go into the offseason where Anthony Beauvillier is a negative asset, Kyle Palmieri is a negative asset, Josh Bailey is a negative asset. Anders Lee is a negative asset. Like I'd like to at least like have the opportunity to play with trades and stuff like that going forward. Yeah, I mean, bringing up Lee, he's had a rough year. I know he's still scoring every now and then, but outside of the usual Anders Lee net front shit, you know, I haven't been too happy with his game. Bo too. It's just Barzal so much faster than Lee. Yeah, but like that—that's really the part of the problem to me like Tavares and Lee were at the same speed yeah that's fair kind of and then Barzal like he'll be slowing down taking the puck up the wing and delaying the zone entry to just let Lee catch up and Lee can't do anything unless he's net front so you have to wait again to let him get to the net front so maybe Lee and Pajot could be something I've thought about but it's just hard to deploy a guy with his skill set yeah that's, that's and Pulak comes point. back, and he's maybe it'll be just be Lee cleaning up aisle seven, you know, just slap shots, Lee tucking him in. That, that's kind of my hope. That's a very good point. Having him back for the power play will be nice. It's yeah, it's not all doom and gloom. But I really, really, really want Philip Forsberg, one of my favorite players in the league. Will we get him? Probably not. I hope we can get him. Yeah. <laughs> when have we ever gotten a play a big time yeah. player that we want? Uh, the Kanzos and Pajot. We're going to have to trade for one, and I, I like Besser as an option. I know we went through on the Twitter space, which thanks everyone for joining if we didn't say that yet. Yeah, we did. Um, we did good. Yeah, so, I I mean, we were trying to steam with guys, but, like, I think if we could get, like, a good RFA guy around Barzal's timeline and give whatever it takes to get him. I know Besser is going to be an RFA this summer. JT Miller is the name I've heard around, but I envision him more of a center than a winger. I don't know how the rest of the league sees him. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have to dip into the trade market because I don't want to just be on, like, July 4th this year. I think that's free agent day. Um, just to do the yearly Islanders thing where, wow, we struck out this year. Yeah. A tradition like no other, they say. It'd be funny if we signed Forsberg, though, and Lou just pockets the contract. Like, he can't do that shit again, right? What? Just, oh, wait for Pocketing the entire the contracts. No, no. Yeah. Like, it, it was funny last summer, but, like, now that we're not good, good it's, it's no. like... Make us good. Yeah. All right, I think that's enough for the hockey talk. We can start, uh, bullshit and bantering. Uh, what do we... What do, Jake, what do you write down? Oh, you want to talk about the prospects? Or do you have any options that you want to trade for? Then we'll talk about the prospects. No, I, I just want to retool, and I don't think they will, but they got to trade off some 
parts of the team, mm-hmm. but they won't. Um, it'll be a boring gone. deadline. They'll move bit pieces. Clutterbuck will get... Someone's going to be dumb and give up a second for Clutterbuck. I just see it, man. I would love to see it. I doubt it, but we'll see. I think so. People saw like the last two playoffs and want to be like us. I want to be like us again, too. Yeah, me too. I miss, <laughs> I miss the old Islanders, bro. Uh, this shit sucks. Man. Yeah, exactly. That's like, you <laughs> Not watch, having fun at all. You watch the uh, video of Bo scoring game six, and now we're here. It's like I can't know. watch the videos from Tampa. Nah, it's it just makes me too annoyed. Very. Um, I could watch the Bruins shit all day. That, that rocked, but... That was sick. Zajac goal. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Uh, Barzal scoring after Craigie hit him in the nuts. That was great. That was great, yeah. Ugh, great memories. Um, No, you said you want to talk about prospects, though, Jake? Not trading them, but like, yeah, you know, your usual prospects? Yeah, yeah um, Bullock got his first goal, finally. Um, and I was just looking, and I said this on the space. He's obviously hurt. He's skating so much slower, and I mean, I just hopefully he can recover from the injury and then kind of has a good camp next year. It's not looking good there. Uh, Bodie Wild is fucking terrible, even though he's in the second division of Sweden. Simon Holmstrom isn't turning around recently, which is nice. And they, they originally called him up on the taxi squad, so I thought maybe we'll see Simon Holmstrom. And of course, we didn't. Uh, nothing really nice else. Bodie it's Wild, just. Jake. Just make the joke. I already did. No, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, already, I already did it, so it's okay. Let's see if Kamarov still get I, more goals per game than goalie shows. I said that's a pretty rough uh, shot at what's his face. What do you want? I fucking hate you. I hate myself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Komarov has six points in 18 games, four of them goals, and Golishev has two points Golishev, in six games. Fun fact Golishev is on the same KHL team as Shane Prince. Nice. And how actually, Golshev is getting scratched, so he's not even playing. But but we had a we freaked. Yeah, he was going to save our uh, season. Uh, you know. And and Lou wasn't nice to the fringe roster player. I, like I mean, I after you read the article, it looked bad. But like, the dude's not playing the KHL now. I don't know what the fuck you want to say. Yeah, like he wasn't lighting up Bridgeport. Like <laughs> he was doing all right, I guess, on a bad team. But <laughs> that's led by the very bad coach. I don't know. It's just a mess. And then people that was were so mad. Dumb. I know people were so mad. About <laughs> what? Uh, that's about it for the prospects. What was the laugh about? I don't even. Oh, uh, what Cal said in the chat. <laughs> oh. Chris Terry leading Bridgeport in goals. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Um, I finished Sopranos. I did it finally. Well, I did it a while. All right, spoiler yeah, alert. If you haven't finished the Sopranos yet, it will be spoiled probably here, so stop listening. I know if I was listening and was watching Sopranos and I spoiled it for someone, I'd want to beat the shit out of me. I wasn't a fan of the ending, first and foremost. I think it's good. See, I... It's good. I was. Could be better, though. I love the ending. It's Sopranos. All right, so, all right, so why why didn't you... I'll get into it. Why didn't you like the ending? Just tell me why. We don't know what happened. We do know what happened. What happened? David Chase explained it. He said Tony was killed off, but he didn't show up because 
I yeah, he didn't want to end the show with the star character that everyone loves being shot in the. Which makes perfect sense. Yes, I do and agree. It, I and, it's, to... and it set its purpose because the show ended in what? Um, when did it end? Oh four. Two thousand seven. No. Yeah. Yeah. The show ended in two thousand seven. It's two thousand twenty-two, and people are still talking about it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's exactly thing, what I was gonna say. It, I was going to say Even though David Chase has said that, like, I do think it's a good ending that's up to interpretation because for the rest of Tony's life, his friends are all gone. Even if he lives, like, let's just pretend he lives. His friends are all gone. He's always looking over his shoulder. Even his daughter parking her car in the front of the yard is, like, giving him constant anxiety Mm -hmm. or the front of the diner. Like, he can't even have a nice dinner without, like, you know, looking everywhere and being anxious. So I, I think it's a good ending. I think the only person to really survive is Silvio, which is or Pauly. No, 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 Silvio died. Oh yeah, Paul. Well, he didn't die, but he's in the coma. But Paul, Paul survived. Yeah. Paul survives. Yeah. So. Carlos with the FBI, but he's still alive. Um, Janice is alive, and the family Yippee. obviously. Um, so I have kind of a hot take. Shoot. I don't think AJ is top three annoying characters. I, I, he's annoying. He's not top. A lot of people say he's up there. I don't think he's that on the annoying. show or all time. Yeah, on the show. On the show. Really, I'd probably put him in the same category. I don't like Jackie Junior. I don't like Richie, and I don't like AJ. I don't like Janice. Richie. Fuck Richie. Fuck Janice. I hate Janice. I hated Ralphie. Yeah, I hated Ralphie. I love um, Ralphie. Ralphie's so funny, man. Ralphie's the worst. <laughs> He's so funny <laughs> with the with the candy bar. Yeah, I hated Phil, but I loved his character. Phil's hysterical. No, I know. I hated Phil from the Tony aspect. How he how hardball yeah, he was yeah. after his but brother the died. The Phil quotes. Oh and no, the film memes are, are outstanding. One of the most funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, he's a great character, but I just didn't like his character towards Tony, and I like Tony, so like you know. That's fine. Oh, I didn't like Butch either. His eye pissed me off. <laughs> um, I mean, AJ was just yeah, a pussy, um, so it was kind of like you know he's always just being a pussy and getting into trouble and never like growing up. And then the but other I thing, didn't hate Jackie Junior. Ryan. He's just a low life. The acting wasn't great. The acting was not great for Jackie Jr. Yeah, it was just like he was playing a very stereotypical New Jersey Italian guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he did a he did a good job on it, but like it, it could have been a much crazy. better yeah. character. I yeah, think. yeah. I agree with you on that. Um. Yeah, a lot of good characters that I like. Paulie's my favorite. Uh, Tony's probably second. Like Never a big Bobby guy. I love Bobby. Not a big Bobby guy. I wasn't a big guy. Bobby guy because I, I didn't like Junior because I like Tony. So I was like, you know. Yeah. Christ I didn't like Junior. Junior's up there. Chris has got to be one of the most saddest characters of all time. I, yeah. Chris was my I like Chris. He was my favorite. Oh, I did too. Um, who did I like? I hated Junior. What's his name? Um, Mikey Paul Mies I like a lot. Yeah. I don't know why. I just do. Then they cut him off in season one. Yeah. What was your favorite episode after finishing it now? Iron Barons, 100%. It's, it's, that's the best one. 
I like I forget the name of it, but when he took uh, Meadow to college, the main college. Yeah, that's my favorite as well. I, I think it's just called college. It might have been just called college. Is that when he, when he, he uh, a video when breakdown he, um, on that? the guy? Well, yeah, yeah, he, he finds the guy. the guy who turned on the mob, um, and he's obligated to take time out of the trip to go whack him. Did you see the whole YouTube video on that? Why people? Why someone explained why that's like one of the best episodes? No, I've never seen that. It's a really like, good I think... video, and it really shows why it is one of the best episodes. And I like, I I liked it a lot before. Well, didn't they? Know. Didn't they say it was because HBO wasn't really used to that it being that graphic, and that kind of changed the landscape? Yeah, that was the first time they saw like a, a beloved character do a hideous act on like you know. That's what they TV. said in the book. That's what they were saying. That's what they said. That's what the guy said in the YouTube video. I don't read. But oh, Ryan, if you if you're a book bitch, uh, you should read the Sopranos. <laughs> if you're books. a book bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. I got to get to it. I'm reading a book on the history of the Premier League right now. Wow. Yeah, go. Yeah. Go. I mean, that's a good segue. That's a Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz. It's a red. Luis Louis Diaz. That's fucking sick. He's gonna be filthy for us. I'm very sad about the yeah. Fabio transfer breaking down though. Yeah, that was a shame. But I mean. It never felt real. Like, I don't know. It, 10 million for a player, like, I don't know. I value him at like 15 mil from watching him play a couple times. We're getting it's him in the off season, though. We're getting him in July. We'll so get him in the matter. summer. Yeah, everyone's saying he's going to be like the next big thing. So we'll see. I hope yeah. he is, obviously. And he was a lifelong Liverpool fan growing up, apparently. Yeah. It's a, well, it's but, a childhood dream or whatever. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough. Thing because like I really like Curtis and I really like Harvey, um, but our Harvey. midfield needs to be flipped next year with Henderson and Milner just <laughs> being cooked out there. Mill Henderson. Uh, Mil Henderson is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and Tiago can't stay healthy and Fab can't do it all, so it's it's tough. Harvey, Harvey Harvey's back soon, which is nice. Harvey's He's one of my real favorites. good. I'm excited to see him again. I mean, the obviously the addition of Luis Diaz. The Prem's not out of the picture. Yet. City <laughs> could drop some games. We need to beat City for it to even be a possibility. But if if we win out and beat City, it's only six points. Yeah, what are we? What are we back? We're back nine right now, and we have two games in hand, though, right? We have a game in hand. Game in hand. We, we have two on City. Chelsea. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It's doable. I mean, they got to obviously resign Saul, which people are scared about now. Uh. One of, I mean, I know Divock's gone in the summer, and Minamino probably will be too. I don't see us getting a big guy like Holland or uh, Mbappe. Mbappe went to Madrid officially, right? Pretty much. No. Oh, yeah. His contract's going to expire, and they're basically, I don't know, it's weird. PSP um, really dropped the ball there. Yeah. What, what's the other thing uh, you were just talking Oh, yeah, Barella is going to be out for both legs of the Champions League. Oh. Oh, of him. Red card. I love him too. Fuck I'd yeah. love him on our team. Jeez, yeah. I love him as the, well, I want, yeah. the guy I want more than anyone is uh, Chiesa. Yeah. But I don't think that'll yeah, that'll be he's sick. not right. he's not leaving Italy. Nah, I mean I've been watching a lot of Syria lately, just watching Roma with Mourinho, uh, my favorite coach. And you're, it's just been you're, you're a Roma guy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I like Roma. Well he's a Mourinho guy, so yeah, he likes Roma out of it, I think. Well, no, I've always liked El Shirawe. So I was a Milan fan when El Shirawe was oh, there. And then nice, I was a nice. Monaco fan, and then I was a Roma fan once El Shirawe and Mkhitaryan landed there. How have they been, like, recently? 
Tammy Abraham's really frigging good. Like I, I've been really impressed. Um, Mourinho's finally getting his guys in. They've been playing really good soccer. Um, they might make a top four push. That'd be nice. Tammy might be better than Harry Kane right now. Uh, and start for England, so that'd be really cool. But we'll see. Harry Payne. Thanks, dude. Do you see Tottenham's moves today? <laughs> yeah. What, nothing? Nothing? No, they got no, they, they got someone from four players. They sold Delhi. They sold uh, yeah, they well sold loaned Delhi. out Gill. They sold in Dombele. Lo Celso, or was it the other guy? Lo Celso. They sold. They sold. They loaned Gill, and then they brought in Kulavesh from um, from Juve. I probably that's the Swedish name. guy, right? Yeah, Swede. Yeah, I don't. Um, I can't pronounce his name. I only know him because of FIFA, though. I think it's Kuva. And I, they brought you probably pronounced it right. I call him Kuvaleski. That'd be my guess. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, yeah. Know. He's a fixture on my FIFA bench, but yeah. I mean, what do we? We come back Friday. We play, I think, or Sunday. I just want Liverpool football uh, back because it's just so much more enjoyable than watching the New York Islanders. Yeah, play. I thought it was going to be Liverpool play, play, they play Sunday against Cardiff. In the uh, cup? Yeah, it's the cup. Yeah. That's the, yeah, it's the cup. And then... Leicester, um, that's a win. And then they play Leicester the Thursday, and then they got Burnley, yeah, and then Burnley. Champions League that Wednesday. Wait, we're Leicester. Oh, and I might go... Are we Leicester away might or go home? Island. What? We're Leicester home or away? I don't know. Home. Yeah, because I thought we lost them away after we beat them. In yeah, the, we, lost, uh, Carabao. we lost to Leicester away. That probably sealed the league, but we'll that see. That was a rough game, which is why we should have. I don't was that game in, that game was, was that game in January? Yeah, it feels like forever ago. over the Christmas break. I think it was December 27th. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, I wish we had reinforcements then, but whatever. Now, um, I mean, we might get an... We might get a Liverpool um, AFCON final. That'd be really cool. I need Mo Salah to win that, and I need Mo Salah to make the World Cup. I I like Sadio Mane. He is literally the reason why I became a Liverpool fan and got into soccer in the first place, because he was really good at FIFA. Um, I think I told you guys stories of why I became a Liverpool fan, but we're not going to... Because that's way too much time right now. I need Mo Salah to get top three in the Ballon d'Or voting, because he'll never win, because Europe... But he should at least be in the top three. He's the best player in the world right now. And also, Trent Alexander-Arnold is the best right back in the world. Those are my two takes. Good fuck takes. Akimi. Fuck Akimi. I don't give a fuck. He's mid. Uh, Playing a real league fraud. Facts. Like, I'm, like, I am a... I'm just getting into soccer. I've been in soccer for a few years now, but, like, worldwide, like, watching other leagues... I'm kind of, like, you know, these guys watch soccer their entire life. Messi, I don't really, you know, he has he doesn't do anything in this Farmers League. What the fuck, man? He's not better than Mo Salah. Fuck off. He's been good in the Champions League, though, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, Messi's good. I'd, I'd probably say the best players in the world right now are in some order. You're going to take Salah. i take him number one, but then Benzema has a case, and Mbappe has a case. Lewandowski. Um... Eh. Farmers League. Eh. Farmers League. Fair. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? Buddy uh, Skinner on Inter is one of the best players in the world. The it's the Italian league right now. That's the the Milan Inter race has been so good so far. I'm, I'm excited to watch that down the stretch. 
even if we don't get a raise. I'm just happy that England starting to become more of a entire league instead of six teams also. With Villa becoming good, uh, you got Newcastle, who hopefully will stay up now. They made a lot of big-name signings, and they're only going to keep getting bigger. Which, we're going to hate them eventually, but it's good for the sport. We have more teams, you know. It's like, damn, that's going to be a really good game. Um, I, As a Liverpool fan, it is very fun to see Everton fucking suck. I do kind of wish they still had Carlo, James. That was a fun team to root against. That was good for the, It was good for the Premier League in, in total, but, like, fuck Everton. So... I kind of wish they stayed around. I wish it was a little bit more... The parity gap wasn't as divided between, like, us, City, and the other crappier teams. But, like, West Ham's good, you know. It's not you get used that to it. bad. It, that, it, it's, it's always been like this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know. It's Like, the NHL, besides this here, parity-wise, is usually really not that far off. Like, if you're a really good team, you'll still beat the bad teams but like it's not like you're watching a college team play if that makes sense sometimes mm-hmm. watching the mistakes he's uh crap like the norwiches make can be pretty rough sometimes Thanks. um do we have anything else to really talk about i'm trying to think um no i don't think so yeah i think we're good yeah i mean Another long episode, another good episode. We haven't talked in a month, so that was nice. Um, we kind of, well, Let's go over the spaces real quick, though. So, after the Kings game, then we'll just wrap up. We did our first ever post-game Twitter space. We had 52 people in total join. 30 people in total at one point, which is really cool, because I wasn't expecting that many people to join. Uh, so, shout out to anyone who did join that. But, yeah, so check out our Twitter, at Skates and Stakes. Not every game, we don't want to kill it to where it's like, you know, it's the same people just saying the same repetitive things every game, you know? Um, but definitely stay tuned for that. Come join, come talk with the boys. Uh, we'll just let it grow. I mean, we'll just have fun with it. It's nothing too, yeah. you know, nothing too crazy. It was nice, Try though. To have another one it was this good week. to talk. Yeah, That'd we'll definitely fun. do one either Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever works better for you guys. I know I'm going Tuesday, so. Oh my god, I just remember I put $30 on the New York Islanders to win their hockey game tomorrow. Cash out. I don't think I'm gonna. You're an idiot. I mean, I think we're gonna let this one run. Oh my god, the de- the, the Devils gave up an, an absolute cross It was insanity. What do you, did your bad hit, right? Yeah, yeah, everything hit. Um, so I, 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 I mean, I guess we can slowly delve into that Gamble. very quickly. Yeah. I had an horrific, and I mean horrific weekend. I had a great week, horrific weekend. Um, fuck Dolly Sports. You know what? Yeah, fuck Dolly Sports. I did this fucking fan duel boost where it was the Leafs, the Oilers, and the Lightning. The the Leafs were down, came back, and won. The Oilers won like 8-2. The Lightning on the shootout. I turn it on, and they're going back and forth in the shootout because, you know, why make it easier, right? So they're in the shootout, and they're going back and forth, and Ross Colton scored. And then Bally Sports said, Lightning final, 3-2, win in the shootout. So I turn it off. They won. I win my money. Then I get an alert that the Knights won. I'm like, how did the Knights win? Apparently the game wasn't over. Pat Marin missed, and William Carlson scored. That was it. Boost done. Weekend ruined. Aaron Donaldson got four tackles yesterday. That sucked. But today I did good. Um, won a couple college ones. The Grizzlies fucked me. Uh, but I picked the Canucks. They won. 
fuck the Ducks and fuck Jordan Ostarelli because he scored, and then I picked the Leafs spread and then the Leafs-Panthers parlay. Yeah, I shouldn't have cashed out in the Leafs game. I got scared. I didn't want to lose more money. I had a fucking terrible weekend. Uh, the fucking Chiefs fucked me so bad. I like Burrow, though, but, like... Dude, how did they fucking go from halftime to that? That's so crazy. Yeah, the national team screwed me. Uh, then I doubled down on uh, the Chiefs and the over, neither hit. And then uh, tripled down on the Rams and the uh, the Rams to cover and the over. And then I lost. And then I was down like 450. And that was just like I'm tapping out for a bit. Yeah, literally. Uh, no more big uh, money bets. What's it called? Uh, we definitely need this phone number. Uh, what's it? Hope NY, I don't know the rest of the numbers, but yeah. Oh, one eight seven seven eight hope ny if it starts getting bad. Yeah, I think I guess that'll be that. Um, if the New York Islanders don't win their hockey game tomorrow, I'm going to be really upset because I'm only going like 18 or 18 bucks out of this bet, but I want to get, you know, I'm risking it for the biscuit here. Not a good bet. <laughs> Not a good bet. All right, we'll wrap it up there. If I we don't win tomorrow, I will be miserable on the timeline. Peace out, everybody.